0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Women podcast. I'm so happy all you Unstoppables are out there listening to this and downloading what it takes to really quantum leap, make an income breakthrough and do things that you previously thought were impossible, but you prove to yourself that you can do it. So today I'm going to be talking about the shift when I started writing my notes for this podcast, I came up with 20 ways that I five times my income in one year, but we're going to separate those into two podcasts. So these are the first 10 ways that I five times my income in one year. And I want you to listen in and see what those are, and also write out how you can better your best in all of these Categories because it's not about perfection, but it is about consistently growing yourself and taking things to the next level. I think what we'll do is a PDF for this episode to go along with it that outlines the steps just top level so that you have that in front of you you can download that and write your own notes about where you're at with that how you've used it already and how you can better your best because we want to move you from being an unconscious competent to being a conscious competent and being able to use some of these tools consciously and again and again not just haphazardly or uh, not understanding that that was one of the causes to your past success. And if you use it on a higher level, a bigger level, you would be able to go further faster. So um, if you want that download, we're going to have it at theunstoppablewoman.com slash E326. So that's E for episode 326, theunstoppablewoman.com slash E326, totally free. You can just download it. Okay. So the first way that I want to give you to really five times your income is to let the desire grab you. Okay. You've heard me say so many times that desire is causative, small desires, large desires. All of that is how the universe calls you forward. It's what drives your next steps. Most people suppress their desires and one success strategy here is to really claim that bigger desire and let it hook you okay previously I had smaller goals for myself and they they were not just smaller because I was at a different level in my business but they were smaller as a percentage if you will as a a relationship between where I was and where I wanted to be and those smaller goals although they felt significant at the time, they didn't hook me in the same way. They weren't enough to get me out of bed. And quite frankly, you need to have a burning desire in order to move through the challenges that are inevitable as part of growing a business. I'm going to just be totally straight with you guys. There are challenges with growing a business, there's challenges with any goal that you're going after, that's the way the universe grows us, okay, that's the way we become more, the the perspective that that challenge shouldn't be, there is an inaccurate way of thinking, so there will always be challenges, and if you're going to be an unstoppable, if you're going to be someone who achieves at, at a higher level compared to yourself, and really, you know, creates their greatness in this world, you have to have something that's worth failing for. It has to be so big. So burning desire. And one thing that I let hook me, if you will, was I went to a seminar, an event that my mentor was having. This was years and years and years ago. And it was the first time I had gone to, to one of his events. And he, he said something to me well, he said something to the whole room, but I let it come into me. He said making money is easy. And I was like, "Whoa. That is so radically different than anything I heard I've heard before." And so I let that hook me. I let myself be hooked by the desire not just the goal of what I wanted to achieve financially, but that making money was easy. I was like, "Oh, I love that idea." I had no freaking clue how to make that happen. Now I do. Now I teach people how to make that happen. But the first thing that I did was I claimed both of those desires, the money goal, and that it's easy to make money. Now, I didn't know what he meant by that, but I learned it through action. I stepped into a container to to help me re- Uh, program, how I was thinking, because as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, how you think determines what you do. Okay. And, and you think you're thinking consciously, but you're really not. So I attended events. I immersed myself in learning. I hired experts, right? I did everything I could to change how I was thinking so that I could learn what it meant to be someone for whom making money was easy. i love to teach that to you too. Uh, this podcast does that. Come to our summit, the Income Breakthrough Summit. That's a great way to take this to the next level. Okay. Second way if you could, if they could do it, I can do it. So that again, I saw these, these people out there who had done it. Now, my first experience of this was sitting there in my come to Jesus moment like I am not acting in a way that that is congruent with what successful people do I've had some success but I'm not at the level of success that I desire what are they but yet, all these people out there are at that level of success that I desire how did they do it they have the same 24 hours in the day so I I took the stance, the mental stance, the position, the attitude, the perspective, that if they can do it, I can do it. That's huge. That's a huge success key, you guys. They can do it, you can do it. And the second place that I I did this was when I walked into this seminar room for my mentor, and I saw all these people who had made income breakthroughs in various industries And they were male and they were female. And I looked at them and I said, if they can do it, I can do it. There were also people at the event who were saying, I did this. And I was like, if they can do it, I can do it. Now, total transparency has a little hook by that. I was like, who are they and what are they doing that I don't have, right? Like, I want to be at that level. But I didn't let my pride get in my way, I took the action to get help to to get to that next level. So I found evidence that if they could do it, I could do it. I found evidence in my life for that. And by, by starting to take the actions. Okay. And I was helped along with that by understanding the role that belief plays in goal achievement. And not just belief, but faith, which are slightly different things. It's not the topic of this podcast, but I would just say, in a nutshell, belief is like I believe I can do it. I be, I have belief that it's possible. Faith is this idea of like stepping forward and releasing the reins, right? That the, that there is something greater than you that is taking hold. Now, it doesn't mean that you abdicate responsibility or t- don't take action. Okay, so. There you go. Okay, number three, I acted quickly before I could talk myself out of things. This is such a huge one, okay? So again, these are the 10 things I did in that year that I I five times my income, okay? Where I took my business income to the next level. So third way, acted quickly before I could talk myself out of it. So what's an example of this? I raised my prices quite significantly. And I offered it for sale the next day. Like I made the decision in a coaching um, container that I was gonna raise my my prices. And the next sales call that I was on, I offered my new rates at that level and I didn't run away from it. It was scary. I'm like, who am I to do this, right? But I, I offered it at that higher level. And she said, yes. In fact, I didn't close the sale. I've learned so much more about how to, how to do sales since then. I was a little green. However, I I offered it. She said, yes, she backed out. It didn't work. You guys, it didn't work, but I got a taste of this concept of acting quickly. And then I didn't go back. This is a huge one. Okay. So that's, that's number four. I didn't go back. I didn't go okay, well, that didn't work this time, or it didn't work the next time, or it didn't work this time. I'm going to backtrack on this. Now, sometimes people can't hold the price increase and they they need to actually set something smaller and get some momentum going. You have to know yourself here. But I didn't didn't go backwards. I didn't change um, what I was doing. I stayed the course and What I did differently here than what most people do is I made adjustments in how I was selling. I made adjustments in how I was positioning the service offering. I made adjustments in how I did that sales process to make it work instead of saying, oh, it should have worked. It didn't work. What am I doing wrong? This must not be right and and give up. I, I went into the cause and effect and back engineered it and and thought through, okay, what would need to be in place for people to say yes, here, and I made those adjustments, okay? So I didn't go backwards. That's, That's number four. I didn't go backwards. I kept my decisions and I kept my goals, okay? So I kept that bigger goal, okay? My goal that year was to go from 138K, which is what I did the year before, to a million. And if you do the math, I didn't make it. I got to to 700K, five times my income, but I didn't make it to a million. And there were many days, many months where I was like, this is crazy. What am I doing? How am I gonna make it work? And I was lost in the weeds. And I really had to stay the course and understand that the process was you claim the desire and you make a decision. And decision means you burn the boats. You don't go back, you don't wobble. Okay, And you use that, again, this is not for the faint of heart, Okay, and I'm going to talk about that in a little bit, some more, but you use that as a way to better your best, to get to the next level, to grow faster, to do the things that are on that level, not at the level that you're at right now. And that's going to tax you. There's nothing in this way of quantum leaping that's not going to challenge you. It's going to friggin challenge you. And that's why number one is so important. You have to want it badly enough. It has to be a burning desire. It has to be something you, not me, but you really want. Okay, fifth way, I got leverage over myself. Okay, what do I mean by this? And uh, there were two ways, two fundamental ways that I got leverage over myself. So getting leverage over yourself is... Uh, Super important. So human beings are motivated in two ways by going towards what we want. That's the burning desire that that's what we want is calling us forward. And we're also motivated by fear, by loss. Okay. So there's pleasure and there's pain. There's uh, what we would like to achieve and what we're afraid of having happen if we don't do the work. Okay. So Both of those things are motivating us and you have got to own both of those and you got to get leverage over yourself on both sides. So I've already talked about how I got leverage over myself by, by claiming that big desire and really just owning it and being like, yeah, I want to be someone who does that. Now on the flip side, I did two things that helped me get leverage over when things got challenging because guess what? They'll get challenging, okay? You're not gonna wanna do some things in your business. You're gonna say they're too hard. It's impossible. Maybe I should shift. Maybe I should change. You have to have something on both sides that allows you to stay unstoppable in, a, in the face of that emotional challenge, okay? The emotional challenge that might be caused by all sorts of circumstances that are happening outside of yourself. You have to be willing and able to keep going forward despite everything else falling apart around you, okay? Internally and externally. Okay, the two ways. I made a huge investment in my uh, personal growth to build my business, to scale my business. And because I realized that the help that I needed not, not only was in the tactical side of things, but it was On the inside, if I was so smart, why was I in this resistance? Why was I not doing the hard things? So I made a huge investment that I wanted to get a return on investment on. Now, the truth was, I got a huge return on investment that first year on that investment. And it was still challenging to pay for it, right? It still stretched me. It stretched me emotionally, it stretched my bank account, it stretched my credit cards. It stretched the the internal belief system. Who am I to spend this kind of money on myself? And I didn't want to not show up for that. I really wanted to, to make good on that investment. So that was one. The second thing was my husband was not on board with that investment. He had been supportive up until a point, but that investment triggered his money story. And it was more than he could take in. And he was really upset at the fact that I potentially had put uh, us at risk financially for something terrible happening. So there was a period of time where that was really dicey. There were about three weeks. And I went into a lot of shame around it because up until that point, all financial decisions of this nature were agreed upon together. And I do believe in that level of partnership for sure, except when, you know, it's so a matter of your path and your purpose and what you absolutely need to do. And you don't want to be held back by someone else's story or limitation. So, um, that's a nuanced experience for people, but I was not willing to lose my marriage over making this decision. So that was a double whammy. Those were two things. I didn't want to, not make good on the investment and I didn't want to lose my marriage over this, which is related to the investment. Okay. So in the beginning, I will say that I was motivated both, by this potential loss of money and the shame associated with that and the potential consequences of losing this partnership, okay? So um, that was part of the motivation in the beginning. As you evolve, that's less of what's going to motivate you because you're going to have more confidence in the process, the methodology for achieving your financial goals each time you go for that okay and like just to close the loop on that story um my my then husband we're now divorced but we didn't get divorced over this at all we got divorced over something completely different that was a very conscious agreement between the two of us um but once i started to make money right my husband was like all about the decision he was like that was great like fully supportive, started to study the same things that I was studying so that he could grow his life. To, he, he had started a business so he could grow his business. So it, there was a happy ending there. But when I was in it, I didn't know that there was going to be a happy ending. Right. And that helped me get leverage. Okay. Okay. Number six, I did the hard things. Okay. You guys, you got to do the hard things. Okay. That doesn't mean that every day is hard. And it doesn't mean that you have to stay in the heart. And we're going to talk about that. Um, In fact, I'm going to do a whole episode on what it means to do the hard things because people really misunderstand this. So look for that episode coming up. Okay. I hope you guys appreciate that I'm sharing all the details. Okay, I really want for you that you achieve your goals, whatever they are. They might not be the same as my goals, but that you achieve your goals and start living your highest and best life, and not abdicate your life. Not say you want something, wish for it, hope for it, but not not actually do it. Not actually be the person who makes the changes and, and does it. The sixth way was. I did the hard things. That doesn't mean that every day has to be hard, but I moved toward the resistance, not away from it. Was I perfect in this? Absolutely not, okay? But I did it enough that I ended up doing move the needle activities that scared the pants off of me. And yet I did it. And and that allowed me to grow so quickly. Now, the other little bonus tip on this guys is that Spirit is always speaking to you. You know what you need to do. Spirit, source, the universe, infinite intelligence. There's a power that is intelligent and it's guiding you, okay? And it's saying, here, look here. And then you have all your belief systems and all your subconscious programming and your identity and your self-image saying, no, you can't do that. And that's the rub. You need to do those things, those are hard things because they, there's this counter to who you, you think you need to be, okay? Again, I'm gonna keep mentioning it. Please come to the summit, then stoppablewoman.com slash summit. You're gonna learn exactly what this looks like and how it's playing out in your life and how to change your beliefs around money and around who you're being, around what it's safe to go for and achieve And and we're really going to dive into all of this in so much more detail. Okay, number seven is I took risks, okay? Now, these for me were educated risks, and I am more of a risk taker than many other people. I'm not like jump off the cliff risk taker. I'm not a physical risk taker, but with things that require intelligence like the thinking mind rather than the physical body I'm much more of a risk taker Um, I'm willing to go for it before I know that it's going to be a success not everything I do is a success which we'll get to in item number nine okay not everything that I do is a success but I was willing to take risks again that was Remember, I took that financial risk to to invest in coaching for myself. And that's a way of creating leverage and it creates some tension. Like there's something at stake if you don't make it work. And this stresses you. This is not a great strategy for everyone. And you have to understand what level of risk stretches you enough that you don't splay out though there have been times that I had to work through the splay out too, but stretch you enough that you do the hard things, okay? So what would that look like? That would look like signing a hotel contract uh, before I sold an event. That would look like, um, you know, investing in a marketing strategy um, or a training or, or an event or something before I knew that it was going to Work for me in my business, right? There's so many things there. Hiring someone before you necessarily have the cash flow to hire someone, right? You're, you're taking a risk that hiring that person is going to help you uh, leverage and scale. Okay, so this is not a strategy for everyone, and you need to validate what level of risk you're willing to take. And now I look at those risks as educated risks. Like I look and I see. Is this viable? Can I do this? Am I, is this possible? What would need to happen? I, I play it out. I don't do this blindly. Okay. Okay. Eight. I built my self-worth through action. Yes, I did a lot of study. Yes, I did a lot of inner game shifting. Absolutely critical. But you can't miss this part, guys. You can't miss this part. I built my self-worth by taking different action. I started doing things at a higher level. And I proved to myself that I could survive the mistakes, that I wasn't going to fail in the long run because I had intuitively, I knew I had a level of persistence, stick with it if you will, but I had to do it nonetheless. My stick with it used to be around the small tasks. I knew I was gonna do the little tasks. I had to build the self-worth through action on the action for the tasks that were a stretch for me. Not the easy ones, you're already there. You're already someone who does that. I had to become someone who was um, worthy of the outcome that that level of action creates, okay? that's super super important. Number 9. I wasn't afraid of making mistakes. Let me say that differently. I wasn't so afraid of making mistakes that I let it stop me. Okay? Was I afraid of making mistakes? Yeah, that was part of the leverage that I was getting over myself, right? Signing the ho- hotel contract, then I needed to like I'm like I don't know if this is going to work. I might have made a huge mistake here. And yet I I was like, okay, what do I need to do? And then I got into action and I did the thing and I became the person who worked at that higher level, okay? So logic helped me here. I said to myself, okay, action, when I take it's either where I learn or I win. So instead of saying to myself, okay, mistakes are a, a place where I'm going to shame myself or guilt myself, I'm going to have a perspective of learn or win, okay? So I used logic to help me go for it here. I also used the laws and understanding the laws in order to have the confidence to go forward, okay? Tenth way, I got help. Okay, I was a committed freaking DIYer. How many of you listening to this podcast are like, I'm just gonna listen to the podcast and DIY with this. I'm gonna apply this in my life on my own. Okay, that was me. Okay, that's, that's a great attitude. That's a can-do attitude. And yet you cannot get further faster by understanding this material only through this DIY experience okay you still have to grow yourself and you need someone outside of your level of awareness to help you see things differently because you're playing in the forest okay so you're only going to take this in through the the position that you're in right now in the forest you can only see so far you want to elevate okay so This was me. And and that might sound self-serving to you guys because you know I'm a business coach and this is what I do. I help women excel at massive, massive levels. But it's the truth. I was only getting so far on my own. I thought I was a smarty pants. I thought I knew how to hack, you know, what I was learning on my own and apply it. And sure enough, I was doing some great things. But when I really got help, everything skyrocketed. So I invested in myself, in someone who had faith in me, in someone who had walked the road that I wanted to walk and knew the pitfalls and knew what I needed to do and how to do it differently. By the way, I still had to do the work on my own. I There, there was not like a, a lot of handholding. It was like, here's what you need to think. Here's what you need to do. Go do it, okay? But it was enough that it got me out of my level of awareness. Okay, so the... 10 ways, the 10 things I did that allowed me to five times my business income in one year. I let desire hook me. I had the perspective if if they could do it, I could do it. I acted quickly before I talked myself out of it. I didn't go backwards. I didn't backtrack, stayed going forwards. Uh, I got leverage over myself. Number six, I did hard things. Number seven, I took risks. Number eight, I built my self-worth through action. Number nine, I wasn't so afraid of making mistakes that I uh, got immobilized. I took took action on things. 10, I got help. Okay, I hope that was amazingly helpful for you. I have another 10 that I wrote down. We're gonna do that in a second episode. So check out part two. And thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much for being part of the Unstoppable Woman community and being an Unstoppable. Um, Thanks for all the likes and the shares and I'll catch you in the next episode. Be unstoppable. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for joining us and being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. We have got a ton of free resources for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash stuff And you can find that link in the description below. So go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting our message out to more and more women. If you'd be willing to share this video with all the unstoppable women in your life, That would be fantastic. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Reviews, likes, and comments are greatly appreciated. We go in and read them all. So thank you for those. And thanks for listening and be unstoppable.